0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot. My rhymes and records, they don't get played, because my records and rhymes, they don't get made. And if you rap like me, you don't get paid, and if you roll like me, you won't get laid.
1: Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, your host Rod and Karen. And, uh, we're in, um, the house on a Wednesday, um, a little earlier than normal. You know, we like to do this late in the evening on Wednesday, but, uh, Things worked out perfectly. We're going to be on another podcast at nine as some get, as guest. And, uh, this is, uh, the time that we could get Monica on, who I've been trying to get on the show for a while now. Um, if you may know Monica, if you've listened to some of our, pre- if you're a premium listener and you've mm-hmm. listened to our movie reviews. Please. Yes. I believe we've had her on like four different movie reviews. <laughs> yes. Um, and, uh, I really enjoy her opinion on different movies and stuff. Um, I listen to her on Film Geek Radio's, uh, Cinema Fix podcast. Yes. Uh, which you can find on iTunes by just searching Cinema Fix. Uh, really good show with her and Andrew. Yes. Um, and, uh, you can also find her on Twitter, MCasty Movies. And, uh, she's also on Tumblr as MCasty Movies. Um, how you doing, Monica? I'm great. Well, I appreciate you being here, man. Me for too. Real.
0: No, I'm excited.
1: Um, first of all, uh I guess I have to start because, you know, as a movie critic here, um, I gotta, of course. I gotta start with what you've been watching lately. You know, like what, what's what, what's what's peaking your fancy?
0: Well, I haven't had too much time to just pick on my own stuff, but I did just see Thor two, which I I kind of liked. I liked it better than the first one, so hopefully that's good um hopefully you like it there's a lot of explosions stuff you like
1: <laughs> yeah i'm 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 uh, i was bored by the first door but i feel like yeah. uh like a lot of nerds get mad at me when i say that so it's like i i just say it and then i just don't explain myself because there's get mad a lot of
0: talking in the first door so there uh, is. I totally, yeah, I get you on that. And the yeah. color
1: palette that they chose um, is, is really bad. Yeah, they spend way too much time fighting like frost giants in a <laughs> nondescript dark world that uh you really can't, like not a lot is happening nope. and it's really confusing. So <laughs> yeah, I, I just didn't buy it. And then like, I really hate comic book movies where the big thing for the comic book movie is that they take the guy's powers away. And Mm, it it happens a lot in movies now where it's like, well, what if you wanted to see Robert Downey Jr. not be able to fight? It's like, well, I don't think I really want to see that. I kind of want to see him kill things. Yes. (laughs) So it was weird watching him on Earth, like not have powers for, you know, 45 minutes or whatever.
0: And that was, like, the first time that we're seeing him as, you know, movie fans. So we didn't get to really see him with the powers, and mm-hmm. you're already taking him away. And it was just weird and filmed very ugly. You're totally right about that. It's very um, dark. Yeah, you know... Yeah, what, oh, first, go ahead. The The second one's also kind of slow at the beginning, I'll, I'll warn you. But mm-hmm. it really picks up afterwards, and it actually gets kind of smart about it. So I, I, I liked it.
1: Well, the thing that's funny, too, is... Um I just knew I didn't like the movie when I left and I really wanted to. So I mm-hmm. I was having the hardest time explaining why I didn't like it for a long time. And then I was like, it was the color palette. And I don't, <laughs> you know, like, I don't I don't know if that just it sounds nitpicky because I'm for sure people what the colors got to do with the moon. like, I don't sense. know, man, when it's dark in the theater and you're about to fall asleep. You're like, mm-hmm. why are you guys keep talking on this dark planet? It's It kind of does matter.
0: Yeah, that does.
1: Um what about you don't
0: wanna look at something that's too ugly mhm
1: for
0: so long. Uh
1: I actually just saw uh Enders Game. what do you think? Um I thought it was um I, I just it seems like a movie where maybe they thought they were gonna get to make three of these movies. And it's a movie Well they leave that, it up like that too. Yeah, and it's a movie that I feel like I don't wanna see any more of this movie. Like It ended, and I was like, that's good enough, guys. Close enough to an ending. I'm I'm fine.
0: Apparently, the books are much better. I don't know. I never read them before, so Mm -hmm. I only saw the movie, and I was like, that's okay. I don't particularly hate it, but at the same time, I'm not in love with it.
1: Yeah, my review was Ender's Game w- went to Ender's overtime and ended in an Ender's Ender's draw. Oh,
0: <laughs> like I, that's how I
1: felt. I felt like it just never, like nothing of consequence. Really, it didn't move me, and I don't, oh. I don't know. A part of that is because they don't show like humans fighting these things. Really, they just it's all it does all look like an animated video game. It's like I could have played this at home. Yeah, and I,
0: well, that leads to the big plot twist that happens, right.
1: so yeah i get but, it but yeah i, I guess it was kind of and it felt preachy I too just at the wish end. it ended,
0: actually i just wish it ended like a little bit after that plot twist instead of like another 15 minutes after yes because it just leaves you with that sinking feeling like oh shit and then yeah been great but then you drag it out and it's just and then it feels too long
1: yeah i would have liked it better if they would have cut to space and showed dead humans floating around then i would have been like oh my god what is that <laughs> you know like oh my god what did he do but now it's just kind of like eh whatever
0: yeah. um
1: but yeah I, I you know plus i liked it better when it was starship troopers you know um
0: <laughs> me too i love that movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but i the other,
0: the, the other movies i've been getting through um mm-hmm. i've been recently doing a lot of film festival previews for the area so i just finished the boston jewish film festival mm-hmm. um so What's coming up in that one is a movie called Big Bad Wolves, which wasn't allowed to be screened for critics. I actually have to go and see it, but it's like something that's been catching up on like Fantasia and, um, the big, I, I'm blanking on it now, but the big, uh, Fantastic Fest and, um, Quentin Tarantino has said it's the best movie of the year. So of course, a lot of people are
1: mm.
0: gonna look at this now and it won't get a, actual release until next year but it's it's making a lot of waves for being like the second israeli horror film ever to come out
1: that you know that's the big thing now is other famous people saying something is good is a new movie review like uh for yeah. pacific rim uh kanye west is like this is the best movie of all time and people were and like they
0: did that for world's end too where they had like robert downey jr said best film of the summer
1: Yeah, that's the new thing is you get a famous person to say it's great. And, you know, I'm discovering famous people don't always know what the fuck they're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, like they're just famous i, I mean i feel <laughs> Kim like
2: kardashian says <laughs> right yeah and everybody's supposed to go okay she did it so that's cool
1: yeah i feel like after the um after kanye west's like latest uh sped of interviews and like adopting the uh the the, the dixie flag is like his i feel like now people are gonna go back and look at pacific realms review like uh you know maybe it's not the greatest movie of all time uh, kanye is crazy
0: or how about like uh james franco reviewing spring breakers a movie that he starred in
1: yeah oh this movie is seminal (laughs) you know experience uh one of a kind you'll never have it again yeah i I do find that kind of weird that that's the new review thing because it's not like i go look on like kanye west's twitter account and be like hey man we've seeing good movies lately you know yeah it's like coming you coming CM out on
0: Friday. Check the Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> you coming <laughs> out Check with the Twitter a... <laughs> for what my friends are also talking about, but right. being a film critic, I end up seeing most of the films before they come out. So me, I'm just curious to see what other stuff my friends are going to. And it's yeah. kind of also like a small case study of what the box office is going to be. If none of my friends are talking about this movie, good chances are that no one's going to see this movie (laughs) yeah Yeah. what
1: what is that like by the way being a critic where you see a movie and then you have to wait for a public reaction and you know after the movie i almost like because we had like used to get tickets to screeners and stuff as Mm -hmm. part of a the north carolina film critic association that we're in yeah um but we used to get like tickets and stuff and then i would end up seeing like hall pass a week and a half before everybody else and maybe Ooh, i really yeah. like it but then it's like anticlimactic because once they do see it it's either like oh good you need to confirm my opinion or oh i couldn't wait to hear what you had to say but i never felt like i was part of the discussion anymore
0: you're sometimes starting that discussion that's what's mm-hmm. so scary because you can be totally off you could be 110 percent love with this movie and then everybody else hates it and then starts yeah. hating you for it
1: yeah, it's like throwing it up out there. So you really put yourself on the line in, to a certain extent.
0: Yeah, it's that awkward, you know, party that you're not really friends with anyone and then you're going to bring up something like politics. And then, like, hopefully they're not all Republicans right. or not <laughs> all Democrats, right. whatever that is, that crowd may be. So, it, it, you know, it's a big risk.
2: How How is it being a, a woman critic? Do you ever have to deal with people go, well, "You're a woman. How is your opinion mm. valid? You know, a woman is all emotional and all in her feelings and cry at everything. How can <laughs> I trust your opinion, woman?"
0: <laughs> so it, it helps to be a nerd. So, I love like a lot of the comic book movies and I love like one of my favorite movies so far this year is Drug War by Johnny Toe. Mm-hmm. Uh, super violent martial arts movie. You know, I I'm okay with that kind of genre, but I I feel like For female film critics, it's also the lack of community because it's I think the last statistics was something like this 60 to 40 or 70 to 30 in some departments of men to women um, ratio. And just my own experience, it's not uncommon that I've been the only girl in the audience essentially for a critic screening. So you miss that sort of just having other people there that are like you. Yeah. And it's also weird to be like a film critic of color as well cuz it's that same thing that just it doesn't come across to other people's minds like that's a different thing that you're dealing with but yeah. for me it is something that I'd certainly bring to my criticism.
1: Yeah, it's like um whenever like we review uh I review um Ages of Shield with Andrew and some people like every week. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things I picked up is like, hey, where are the black people in the cast? And there's like one lady of color in the cast. And then um for a while, the villain of the week was always like some minority. So, oh, cool. Yeah. So I was just picking <laughs> up on like, huh, another brown person fucking things up for people SHIELD. I don't know if this is good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, you know, it's little things like I think I can't help but notice, but I like when people bring different perspectives. One of the reasons I actually do listen to cinema fix is cause I know that like you're aware of things, not, not necessarily. And I, and for the record, that doesn't necessarily mean we'll always agree on something or we all see the same things, like completely understand that. And I, and I definitely would never put that kind of pressure on someone to be like, you need to represent all the issues, but it's good to know, like, Oh yeah. I like, there's times where I listen to your review and I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess there was no Brown people in this movie. Didn't even pay attention to that.
0: And it's funny too, since, um, I don't remember reading about it so often when I started. It was something like, oh, I'm a sociology student and I come with this background of studying race, race and ethnicity. And now all of a sudden I'm seeing big major articles and like Holly, you know, um, entertainment weekly and all that other kind of stuff where it's like, let's talk about race in this TV show or Mm -hmm. how come, That the new, I think the big one that just recently came out was why in Spike Jones' Future LA is there no brown people in his latest movie Her? Mm. You just erased a major minority city that's over fifty percent Hispanic.
1: Right. Yeah, it's almost like, have you been there? No. Yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) That's weird. And one thing I do
2: like about you guys, which Roderick has said before, is for the fact that you guys are not afraid to watch uh movies that are uh black. And because a lot of times when you deal with people that are creative, a lot of times they go, "We don't want to touch that one because we don't want to outrage the people if we say that it sucks." But if it's bad, it's bad regardless, you yeah. know what I'm saying of the color of the skin, but it's one thing when you listen to people you go, "Well, these major black movies came out that obviously made decent money in the box office and they just have a tendency to gloss across them.
0: Well, right. uh, This past summer, um, the biggest independent film was actually a Spanish language film from Mexico called Instructions Not Included. Mm -hmm. And I don't think any critic, at least in my area that I know of, did an actual review. I did a tiny little letterbox review because it's all I could do. I I saw it like two months that had been released. But the fact that it was in the Regal, it was in the AMC, that it had spread across the area and was doing really big business. It beat out Blue Jasmine. Wow, for independent movie of the summer, and uh, grosses. So, like, that's a really big deal. And then so used to just having like Latino cinema just completely left out of the conversation True. because of it's not a mainstream movie. It didn't come from Hollywood. Well, you know, neither did Antonio Banderas. He was originally at a Spanish cinema with right. Pedro Almodovar, and now look at him. We consider him a Hollywood star. True. So it's that same thing. That yeah, I don't like the overlooking of minority cinema because it's different.
1: Yeah, like, and I, I, I not take
0: it offensively,
1: right? And it's weird. It's a weird line because for me, it's like I'm, I'm. I understand that they are like that. Some people, it's not like straight racism. They're really nervous. Because I remember when, like, Siskel and Ebert used to cover, like, black movies. Mm-hmm. And all of them ended up getting a thumbs up. It didn't matter how good or bad it was. <laughs> it's just like, thumbs up, black people. Hey, we're cool, right? Uh, let's just move to the next movie. Uh And it's like, I know you guys would not feel that way. Like, you're just so scared of someone coming in and being like... You, like, don't understand my culture and my movie is good. You guys are the ones that are wrong. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I do listen for your opinion. Yes. And your opinion might be that Red Tails is a shitty movie. Yes. It's fine. Like, I'm not, I'd much rather that than just go, I'm not gonna touch Red Tails. I'm scared. That's true. Um, so another thing. But there's also this thing called
0: racism by omission, which is, again, that we're not gonna touch it because it's not, it's not something that we're comfortable
1: with. Yes. Yeah. And you can't tell. The, and that's the thing. I can't tell, tell the, the difference, difference unless you talk about it. So yeah. it like I would rather someone cover something and just go, I saw Red Tails. I understand it's supposed to be a very historical movie, movie. Here's the thing. The plot didn't make sense. Uh yeah, Some of the special that effects weren't bad, well. Right. Cinematography
0: it, was silly. Right. Yes. And I
1: could just go, OK, cool. You didn't like it i don't go you don't like black people you know i, I get it I, i'm capable of understanding the difference yeah um another thing i was gonna ask too like um how many of uh, because you know as as you know one critic to another yeah <laughs> um how many screeners are you getting in the mail like is this gonna be every year for me that i'm just like answering my door and and people are giving me free movies to watch at home because oh, this i could like get used
0: punishment.
1: to it oh yeah. okay
0: Okay, I'm gonna try and cover. Actually, now that you ask, I'm gonna try and cover. This was just one package I got from the mail the other day. Of just this are Woo! all DVDs. Oh, wow. from yeah. One studio from the past year.
1: That's what I'm talking about.
0: No, oh, I love it. Is Chris? I don't do DVD reviews for so for like freebies for movies for me. My, my DVD collection's really sad com- mm. in comparison to some other critics because I don't do, I don't have time to do DVD reviews and I don't have an outlet for it. So now is when I get to, okay, I'm gonna get to keep the movies now.
1: Yeah, me too, man. I'm just collecting yeah. these things and watching them like Pokemon, man. I, I, I'm really <laughs> yeah, enjoying. I them all. Yeah, like I and answer my door with greed in my eyes. Like, what is this? More <laughs> movies. Move! Movies for me. Cookie, cookie, cookie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Um, and, I'm in the Boston Online Film Critics Association, which I also helped co-found. And we have our deadline for voting much earlier than a lot of folks do. Unfortunately or fortunately, mm. um, just to get that again, sort of start that conversation of what should people go and see for the Oscar season. And it just means that we're going to be cramming now from like post Thanksgiving to that first weekend in, De- in December.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, well, I'm definitely gonna watch these, man, cause, uh, these are, these are all the movies I see, um, and go, I would like to see that, but I'm pretty sure I'll be the only one in the theater. Mm-hmm. These are all those movies where I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> in a world, I did wanna see that.
0: I liked in a world, but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But but that's but that's I my thing. Seen. I haven't like I haven't like I, I when I saw the trailer I was like oh I would love to see that and then I go look at the times and the theaters that it's playing. That's always some, like you All know time yeah and it's
2: always like one a, and three and eight.
1: Yeah, it's one of those, and it's one of those theaters shared where it's screens, like, uh, uh,
0: shared screen stuff.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. like, oh, come see it at the Regal Twin Theater where we have two theaters and you can see this stuff and it's like, okay, I'm not doing that. But yeah, yeah. getting it delivered to my door, I certainly will watch it. Thank you very much, Lake Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Or like some of the things that I'm, I'm getting now, they played one weekend, for one time after midnight because it was like a special screening and then that's it yeah i missed it
1: <laughs> hopefully i can get um this like if they mail me all the movies about slavery and black oppression this year this will be my preferred method to watch it i actually would rather watch it in my house alone yeah than out in public with other people where i might be mad yeah, afterwards awkward. yeah yeah <laughs> It's like, I'm, I'm just going to stay in the theater and cry for an extra 30 minutes. Is that okay with everybody? No, I have to get out. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, uh, another thing I was thinking too, um, since you've been like, you know, doing these reviews, do you ever get any like, um, like backlash to your opinion? Do people want to like, like, go at you? Do people ever, like, disagree with your reviews and try to, like, hash it out? Or, like, does that happen with other critics? Is there any conflict in the critic game?
0: Oh, there's always conflict in the critic game. (laughs) It's people with really strong opinions in close proximity to each other. (laughs) Um, But amongst, like, the general public, I'm definitely haven't... I don't think I've ever... I'm not big enough or so to have, like, that much hatred... Uh, aimed at me yet yet mm.
1: that
0: can always change well after
1: this you will be we, oh
0: good <laughs> yeah we have a way everyone's um, gonna have an opinion on my opinion
1: mm-hmm. yes yeah um yeah. now do you ever feel pressure to like have snarky like quips about movies and because i know in like the t- 2013 the age of rotten tomatoes and it's kind of like a competitive get some clicks on your stuff first type of attitude yeah. and Man. I, i guess there has to be some pressure because I'll go to Rotten Tomatoes and then, like, say the top ten reviews that they have, like, cited as, like, this is the review on this review, that's the best, will all be something, you know. It'll be like Ender's Game with the Ender's Overtime and Ender's, you know, it'll be Mm -hmm. like that.
0: That that site is such a mess as well. Like, not all (laughs) of my reviews get picked up by them. Mm -hmm. So it's only, like, certain outlets that they approve that they automatically feed into my feed. So it's a very, like hit or miss it looks like one month i'm really busy and the next two months i disappear and then i'm back with like four reviews Ah. so that's just their own thing but um i don't ever feel that pressure at least i write mostly for online outlets so it's however much i want to go occasionally um when i do something for local prints or um something for the, we have an NPR station and I do movie stuff for them. And that was like the film festival previews. Um, they want to keep it short and sweet and to the point. So that's, you know, 500 words done. Mm. Um, So it's, def- I'm not beholden to the 140 characters. Occasionally, if it's a movie I don't like, and I kind of feel like just putting in a short review, it'll go into my letterbox account. And that's like when I put in Carrie, I think I made a joke about, not even dirty pillows could save this movie. (laughs) And then that's it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I think what I want to do is get into the business of writing review headlines and then let other people write the body of the review. Because I feel like I could get people a lot of clicks with my snarky sarcasm and wit. And then when people click on the review, it'll be like, oh, actually, it was pretty good. It's three out of five. But, you know, the title would be something like, you know, how terrible the movie was.
0: I, well the uh i'm sure there's a business for that on twitter
1: <laughs> yeah like uh elysium no elysium don't see or something like that. <laughs>
0: that
1: like that could definitely get somebody a click they'd at least click and then they find out like oh i like the Elysium. it was actually pretty good and matt Damon did a decent job or whatever you know people's mm-hmm. opinions are um also, i was gonna ask you something else too oh um what is because we have to start talking about this now what are like your movies for the award season like what's going to win dog
0: <sighs> I do detest this question sometimes my rule is like not to talk about award season before oh, okay. Thanksgiving but I already also just mentioned it because we started talking about screeners I like the screener aspect I'm not a big fan of like what's going to win because it's kind of like a horse race all the way up until the finish line <laughs> ah, yes and it then is. it's photo finish. and oh man either I predicted that or I didn't you know, i, I know, understand awesome, totally missing it i do
1: the same thing with uh football games and stuff like i just want to watch the yeah. game so i i completely i you don't have to answer that i just wanted to throw it out there because everybody asks all the critics that and yeah, like we yeah. have some critics that come on the show and they love that question like they can't wait to be like oh well i saw this and this is what's gonna win and let me tell you best visual director and like okay i don't yeah. even know that's an award but so
0: if the Oscars are kind of like a wedding, I like the ceremony part. I like everyone getting together and I like the cheesy ceremony. But I would hate to be part of the bridal party that has to help plan and help talk about these things. Yeah. And to be like a father of the mother br- of the bride right. and have to walk through all of this from like six months, eight months before.
1: Mm, okay. All right. I'd like see. to show up. <laughs> like, I just want some cake and yep, um, yep. i want to dance a little bit cry a little I wanna bit see
0: everybody's dresses <laughs> that's mm-hmm. about it
1: <laughs> well um Maybe
0: the dance number i do like the dance numbers
1: speaking of movies man do you have a movie pass i do not okay i have movie pass right um and but with movie pass though it's like you pay a fa- flat fee per month and then you can go to as many mo- well you used to could go to like a movie per day and um see the movie and it's all covered under your fee so they like send a certain amount to they give you a debit card and you check in at the theater and go hey i want to see the counselor at three o'clock and then they go okay that should cost seven dollars fifty cents here's seven dollars fifty cents on your card you swipe it boom you go and you see the counselor right Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was a pretty sweet gig. Like, I like that. Idea. I did. I paid $30 a month. I see more than $30 worth of movies a lot of months. Um, mm-hmm. you know. Also,
0: I love that you said it was $7.50. That's not what it is in Boston.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, yeah. So your matinee prices, how much are your matinee, matinee movies? Yeah.
0: Matinee prices are $9.
1: Oh, wow. Oof. Yeah, that is a grip, man. Evening
0: shows are usually about 11 something.
1: Okay, yeah, depending on the theater, I think our evening show is like 10.50 or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, not a huge difference, but still, you know, if if I go to a matinee, there are some, there's some theaters I go to where the matinee yeah, is like $5. $5. But, um, yeah. you might get robbed coming out the parking lot, but shit, $5, man, just bring exact change. Yeah, we have to go to, when we, yeah. we do the matinees, we go like at the 10 a.m. show. <laughs> we have to some but yeah e- even on like 1 a.m during the week it's only five dollars for some of these right so um you know the thing is if i'm going to a matinee movie and it's five dollars anyway i'd have to go to six movies in a month to even make up that money or i'd have to at least go to a couple movies on the weekend with karen to like kind of get close to my 30 dollars so it was already kind of pushing it anyway where i was like oh, i don't know if it's really worth it sometimes mm-hmm. well then they instituted a new rule on their app And they wrote this really weird email like they're doing you a favor. Like, hey, two new features coming to movie pass. One of them is you can only see a movie once every 24 hours exactly. And the clock starts clicking down as soon as you go to the movie. And I was like, that's not a good feature. I could see a movie at, say, one o'clock before. And then the next day. A double feature. Yeah. Or, well, what it was is like, say, um, it was supposed to be one movie a day. Right. So I go to a movie at one. Then the next day, I want to see a different movie, but that movie starts at say 1245. Well, I can go see it because it's a different day. Duh. Now they're like, you have to wait exactly 24 hours. So it's like, if I want to go see that another movie the next day, I have Mm -hmm. to find a showing that was after the previous showing of the day before. And it was like too much shit, man. I was like, I don't have time to deal with this. So,
2: and my my thing is this, Mm -hmm. I pay you money right
1: <laughs> right and
2: then i'm able to take my card that you send me with the money i paid you i should be able to go see the movie whenever i want to
1: see the movie yeah well, just one a day is all i was asking yes. that that's when what did i was they
0: put that because i actually have a few friends that do that
1: they just started this last week Wow. and i was like really pissed off man but i was like oh, i guess it's just inconvenient maybe there'll be some situation where it doesn't happen and then this week it happened and i was like oh, i really wanted to go see that i already saw a movie fuck yeah so um i emailed them and was like hey um what is it like what's the deal with canceling this shit and uh there's like a fee for canceling you're supposed to have it for a year or there's a fee but um i was like i feel like you guys failed to deliver on your promise when i signed up for this it was one movie a day yeah i was like i feel like i should be able to cancel this i shouldn't have to pay shit um so the guy waived the fee and and canceled my movie pass so um i'm I'm free y'all i'm out
2: and you know what? They probably did that just to see if you would pay. But I guarantee you, a lot of people got called them back. Was like, I'm, I'm, not only have I been over this for a year, I refuse to pay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and you're going to cancel my stuff.
1: I don't know if people were refused. I don't know how, anim- like, how much animosity was happening. I just know that.
2: That's inconvenient. I feel like
1: you changed yeah. my agreement and yes, I should did. be able to yeah. opt out and I shouldn't be penalized for that's like if i changed my agreement to like hey movie pass i'm only gonna pay you thirty dollars exactly every 30 days no matter how short or long the month is mm-hmm. you just get the money when i decide you they'd be like man fuck you that's not what we decided yeah. you give us the money the day we tell you to give us the money or whatever so you know anyway i got out of that deal and because oh, um,
2: it was nice
1: it was straight, man, but I, I, I'd rather go back to just paying. I That's like, true. it's sad that I got to that point, but. Back to the
0: me. $5 matinees. Yeah, yes. back to
1: five. I'd rather just pay the $5. I'd have to see six of them anyway. Like I might save money some months, uh, especially now that I got these screeners. You know what I'm saying? Um, speaking of which guys, this is the Black Guy Tips podcast. You can find us a bunch of places. The easiest of which go to theblackgouttips.com. You can also just go search the Black Guy Who tips on uh podomatic stitcher itunes all the places you listen to podcasts will pop up leave us a five star review on itunes and we promise to read it on the show regardless of content um if you leave us less than five stars you promise not to read it on the show we sure won't also regardless of content um the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and today's podcast is sponsored
2: oh and bullet ball extreme oh yeah Mm-hmm. that's correct <laughs>
1: Sorry, I'm about I about
2: to say we we' about to get a let off of that, sir.
1: I know I was already <laughs> moving on i got it. I was trying to find a slow, sexy song for our sponsor. oh um, good um <laughs> let me see if uh see what I got here. Uh, maybe we try this uh actually, why is there so much talking on this song? I
0: know what I
1: here we go
2: in an awkward situation now, what am I? To
0: do well, I want
2: you in my world this is what you sing when you get your package
1: ladies <laughs> and gentlemen
0: all kinds of package. yes
1: <laughs> are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or an adult movie well here's an offer you won't be able to resist go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time all only you get 50% off of just about any item that's any item in stock, people. Treat yourself. It's not like Movie Pass. You don't have to use this code once every 24 hours. You can use it as often as possible, yeah. and they never lie to you. No. There's no cancellation fee. Mm-mm. You can even get a refund on some items before they're open. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also get three, count on three, free adult DVDs, or as I like to call them, screeners. <laughs> for a little bit of inspiration, plus a free extra gift that is so central, I can't even mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order, which is the best kind of shipping. Just go to adamandeve.com for the special offer. Put in 50, put your TB, put your total in TBGWT, like the blackout tips, TBGWT. Get your 50% off, get your three free adult DVDs. Get your free shipping and get your free extra central gift. Just put in code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. All right. Let's talk about stuff. Um, Walmart made a huge mistake today.
0: Uh oh. Only one?
1: I'm uh, <laughs> in <meant> online. Okay. <laughs> uh, Walmart had an error on their website, which I took full advantage of. Well, partial advantage of. <laughs> Uh, apparently, they listed some items as the wrong price. Oh. Some of them being up to $600 items oh. that were listed for $8.85. Ooh, what,
2: um, Black Friday! <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hey, really. What, what processor is going to get fired for making that error?
1: Black Wednesday. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I got an email, I mean, a Twitter link from my man Brandon from Where's My 40 Acres. And he was like, Hey, Battlefield four is $18.85. Uh, to which I was like, I wasn't going to get that game, but isn't that a $60 game that came out last Tuesday? That there's never been a price decrease that fast. And it's nowhere else on the internet. Like there's no other seller who also has this game like $42 off. Um, it made no sense. Yeah. So, uh, I bought it, of course, immediately um and i I had to like it was like seven in the morning when i got this so i was just like uh buy, buy it i bought it with paypal and then i set it where i could go pick it up in the store and um <laughs> i kept expecting like to get there it was like a heist but because <laughs> karen is such a bad like partner in crime i didn't know i had to not tell her <laughs>
2: yes yeah i'm glad just, you didn't i'm yeah. terrible
1: she would have ruined it we would have got there and she would have been like "Oh, uh, we're here for the stolen game oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh god <Her> so, <laughs> yes don't tell me anything so I, i'm just gonna be shocked i was just like <laughs> apparently they had some type of sale on a game that's only a week old that's that you don't see that often maybe it's a uh, competition for this other game um and then we showed up there We we got it and karen was cool and calm mm-hmm. And uh we got home, and then I saw this article, and I was like, well, that makes sense. They fucked up.
0: And you got it for 18 bucks.
1: Mm, yeah. $18 for a $60 game.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh, why, why I although,
1: afraid? I wish I knew about, like, the TVs and shit, because I yeah. would have tried. I, oh, yeah. Like, I would have had to give it a shot, man. $600 <laughs> TV for $8. I got a shot.
2: Uh, yes. The worst they can do is be like, no, sir, that was the error." Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and luckily, like, the one behind the counter didn't know shit about video games. Not a
2: damn thing. She <laughs> I, just went and ringed it up and was like, here you go.
1: Yeah, that was the thing. was like, if we would have got there and that shit would have been, like, some young nerdy dude, I would have just turned around, like, just, no, it's not happening.
2: No. He'd have been like, sir, no. Yeah. This game came out last week. I paid $60. I ain't been mad at you. I paid $60 for yeah.
1: this damn game. $18. Uh I think we need to go back and check with retail. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so uh it was cool, man. A lot of people were sending out links. Um, to everybody about this technical error. Um, Walmart says we experienced a technical error that caused some items to show incorrect pricing. Uh, we are working quickly to correct this error. And during this time, there may be intermittent site site availability. We we'll apologize for any inconvenience to our customers. Uh, my friend Brandon ordered one too. And he said they charged his card and then canceled the order. <gasps> yeah so he couldn't go get his game <laughs> even though he was the one who sent me the link
0: oh yeah yeah oh. i would
1: i would have ordered two man if i had known uh that yeah you know I, that's the least i could do for him man i, I felt very bad um
0: yeah could have gotten two
1: <laughs> yeah so next time i've bought some just to sell anyway um there you go. other important news that we all need to talk about guys You know hope you guys are sitting down. Uh, There's a new change.org petition going on. Okay. Uh, You know, it's change.org where people go when they have serious gripes. Uh, And sometimes social issues to express. Yeah, but
2: sometimes these issues ain't that serious. Well, here's
1: a serious issue, Karen. A petition by John Barry says Beyonce cannot attend Kim Kardashian's wedding. Now, who are you to make this decision? Well, he's, he's. Does he make in the list? He's just filing this, uh, petition, Karen. He wants us to, to help him make the decision. Uh, he says, as you all know by now, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have sadly been in the news for their engagement. He puts in quotations. Sadly. I yeah. thought that was supposed to be a happy moment.
2: <laughs> I didn't know. Did you cry at engagements? Nobody
1: told me Someone's this. jealous.
0: Someone's jealous here.
1: I like that engagement. Right. Is, I like that engagement is in quotations. <laughs> like it didn't really happen
0: they were living in sin right
1: if that's what you want to call it um kim kardashian and her disgusting family are known for their rise oh fame. are known for their rise to fame for doing absolutely nothing aside from being a famous whore kim has decided to get wow. knocked up by notorious jackass kanye west and no <laughs> and no are planning to get married i think he meant now 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 we must do all in our power to stop beyonce from attending that godforsaken wedding since her husband jay-z is bffs with kanye he probably wants both of them to go uh i like that he doesn't care if jay-z goes no (laughs) he's like well she's pure right (laughs) not not, not her she'll probably go because her husband's going uh Beyonce should not be forced to go and sit through that torture while surrounded by the Kardashian pigs.
0: Oh, Lord. Yeah, they might have nice food afterwards. a mm-hmm. oh, reception. That food's going to be
2: delicious. Yeah, they gotta I'm, have
0: good music. Oh, right? yeah, they
2: probably put on... Knowing Kanye, Kanye would put on a personal concert for everybody there.
1: <laughs> I'm sure... <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm sure ETV wouldn't mind paying for uh some good hors d'oeuvres and stuff. Beyonce do not go to that wedding. You don't have to do it to please that whore and her jackass Beyonce. So at this point he assumed he got personal issues. I like at Mm -hmm. this point he assumed that Beyonce is reading this. (laughs) I know you read this girl. It went from a appeal to all the other people to like to click on this and to, you know, give support to directly Beyonce don't go. do us a favor in the
0: chat room angel beyonce can be (laughs) contaminated yeah do
1: us a favor bay and rain check that train wreck of a wedding here are a few ways to get uh get out of going one extend the mrs carter show world tour for as long as possible (laughs) be on tour for their wedding tell them you're busy and business always comes first uh okay (laughs) number two blue ivy has the flu you can't attend a wedding. Oh when your, you can't attend a wedding when your baby is sick.
0: <laughs> it's a child.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Number three, you have something better to do. Your your Beyonce imagine all the yours that should have a prosperity. don't. Just imagine that.
0: Oh <laughs> it, no. Yeah.
2: Instead of you it's not you are Beyonce, it's yeah. your Beyonce.
1: Yeah, you, you belong to somebody. Your Beyonce, <laughs> you always have something better to do than attend a Kim Kardashian wedding. Now how is that one an excuse? come on he's he's not giving her very many social uh like the first two i can see her getting away with but yep. the third one is just being a jerk
0: desperate yeah number four
1: number four say you have a meeting with the president and the first lady <laughs> <laughs> who would say no to the president especially when <laughs> when your other choices to attend a kill kardashian when it was bail number five simply say no tell the bitch no simple as that <laughs> Number five is my favorite. If that don't work, be like, honey child, I ain't going. That's uh, a weird
0: fan fiction.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they might be make best. It up, f- make it up just soap poppy drama. Yeah. They could be yeah. best
1: friends in real life. This person gives no fucks.
2: Well, he he expect <laughs> them to be like general hospitals, be like big drama when everybody shows up and comes in. Uh, Grey's
1: Anatomy. Right. <laughs> yes. It's just a few hours in some remote location, probably, mm-hmm. like chilling. Yeah. It's a vacation. Go. Uh, ho- I hope those tips help in making your decision, Bay. And making has two ends in it. Oh. By the way, if you do, I mean, B. Sorry, nobody write in. By the way, if you <laughs> do go to their wedding, do us uh, all the favor and throw a knife at that bitch. Oh Lord. <laughs> no. Oh. I was gonna sign this. Oh
2: lord! Why? At-
1: until throw a knife at that bitch, because that is like being an accessory to murder, and I'm sorry. Yeah, that's where I draw the line. But if you oh. just wanted her to not go, I understood. Yeah. It,
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. And and somebody said number six. Uh, uh say you got to go back to Cuba.
1: <laughs> go back to Cuba for Beyonce? Yeah. When was she in Cuba? Remember her and Jay Z was in Cuba yeah, they and they got
0: that- into trouble because they oh. were visiting the country.
1: Totally forgot about that, man. That is so wrong, man. <laughs> People hate them some camp. You know what? It's Kanye's fault, man. For saying, <laughs> saying how great she was, man. They looking at her like Pacific Rim. <laughs> like, she great. and all. she is the worst. Someone needs to throw a knife at her. And Idris Elba can't act. I'm like, what? <laughs> Calm down, people. Like, come on. How, how do we get here? Um, here's, it's not a guest to race. It's just a great story. Branley Pratt, 20 years old, formerly of York, has been sentenced to a term of 15 to 45 months in prison after being convicted of second degree forgery and felony uh, failure to appear. According to York County attorney Candace Dick, a man in another county reported to the York Police Department that his bank had informed him someone else wrote a check on his account at the Walmart in York. Dick said the man also told police that earlier in the year he was asked if a pregnant friend of his daughter could stay at his home because he was often not home as a long distance truck driver. This pregnant woman needed a place to stay and he agreed to let her stay there while he was gone. When he returned home, he kicked her out when he said other people had been living there, too. Later, he found out that the pregnant woman was a man. Oh, my. hmm. He did a real good job at hiding his stuff, didn't he? Apparently the man posing as a pregnant teen was identified as Pratt, brandley Pratt.
2: Oh, did they have a fake belly? <laughs> um,
1: Dick said, Dick said Pratt stole checks from the man and used one to purchase $859 worth of stereo equipment at the Walmart York.
0: Woo. Nothing good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he really should have waited to the $8.85 sale. That's what yeah. really he messed up. Uh, he also recorded later returning equipment to get cat, to get cash back. Oh, now that's the hustle. Write the check, <laughs> then you return it. And now you got $859 worth of cash from this guy's checking account. <laughs> he had no, he had no authorization to take or pass the check dictate to court. He also signed the owner's name to the check, but then he provided his own driver's license as identification because Walmart employees don't give a fuck. Oh, <laughs> it's like, can I see some ID? Well, it is some ID. I'll this is it. valid.
0: <laughs> Do you remember back when in like the like '90s or so when it was dangerous to go to most WalMarts? It was mm-hmm. like you couldn't be in the parking lot because there were so many stabbings and shootings, and then they had to put in like security cops and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Nothing good happens at Walmart. <laughs> yep.
1: They even have like in some WalMarts in Charlotte, they have like the police towers.
0: Yeah, we yeah. have them too. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. So now, And one thing about Walmart, as I can tell you this, if you die, it'll be on tape. So at least you got credit for that, cause a lot of Wawa's have like cameras in every direction across their parking lot. Like, they might not stop somebody from robbing you, but uh, the crime against you will be on film. At least you have that much to look forward you to. You can I watch guess. your
0: car being driven out of the parking lot by yes. another person. You sure can.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's-
0: You'll ch- never see it again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, you sure won't. That's- That's just crazy too, cause like, it's almost like something commendable. About a guy who's like, I'll take in a pregnant teen and let her stay at my house while I'm never gonna be there. And then just to get your tr- your, your your trust abused like this. Mm-hmm. You write yeah. bad checks, you come home, other motherfuckers are staying at your house now. Like, wow, this dude got played. Um, yeah.
0: But that guy is a hell of a con artist. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. I, I, I can already see the Lifetime movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: like, I like, like, how do you. F- I know that people fake pregnancies mm. all the time.
1: But he was faking gender and pregnancy. Yeah, that's why I'm baffled. I'm going...
0: Well, he get so much more sympathy as a pregnant woman. So that's yeah. what he was preying on.
1: I just want to know how authentic he was. Like, how good he was at doing it. Cause like, yeah, did he have I a could body see, suit? I can see, like, Walter Goggins doing this. But I couldn't see just, like, any other actor getting away with this. So, like, I, I think it depends on, like... How good his acting ability was as a pregnant teen, you know?
2: Yeah, did he come in with big booze, big yeah. belly? Like,
1: like I would have just shown up and been like, "I'm pregnant," and he would be like, "Get the <laughs> fuck out!" I see your beard. <laughs>
2: the beard gonna <wouldn't> help? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, I hope the to to It's work. my hormones. I'm pregnant.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, so they went to jail. Um, this has been huge news all day, uh, for people that follow sports, uh. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's been more developments in, uh, Richie incognito, Jonathan Martin, like hazing bullying thing with, uh, the Dolphins. Monica, have you, uh, heard about this at all?
0: I am blissfully unaware of sports. All right.
1: You are welcome. Um, <laughs> well, apparently, uh, the one guy like quit the team and went and like got like mental health counseling and stuff mm-hmm. because he felt that he was being harassed. He's a second year player. And, uh, he felt that another player who was like a veteran captain on the team, uh, was like, uh, hazing him, bullying him and like treating him wrong. Um, and people, now there's like reports that some people are like, well, they seem like brothers in the locker room. They were getting along. Uh, there's an voicemail that they play, that he played for not everyone, but for certain journalists and stuff where the, uh, the player who's like the older brother, quote unquote, Um, His mentor is a white dude and he's supposed to be like really helping him become like, uh, I guess mentally toughen up. Uh, uh, According to some people, they say that's what the team told him to do mentally toughen up this young dude. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was like leaving voicemails, calling them like racist names and like uh, threatening his parents and stuff like that. And so there's been mixed um, things in the locker room where, some people are saying, like this guy who got harassed was playing the voicemail for people in the locker room and laughing about it at some point. um Other people are saying like well, he was you know he was just weird, and we all thought he was soft, and he left the team, and people like the white dude, his name's Richie incognito, they like him better um so they like he got kicked off the team, obviously um but because uh Miami Dolphins are like hey this is workplace harassment and we yeah really can't like we don't have a legal ground to stand on we have to get this guy off the team so the funny thing is today um because I to me it doesn't really matter who you believe at this point more details are coming out I just you know something happened you know this guy went and got like mental health counseling you know that this guy felt um some sort of way about it um and some people in the locker room are trying to defend the guy, which I think only makes a workplace harassment case harder to not, you know, like harder to disprove. Because, mm-hmm. like, you, what you don't want is everyone being like, I thought the racist dude was cool. Because then it's like, oh, well, maybe it is a hostile work environment. Mm-hmm. Um So but but that's what they're doing because they're football players and they're all like, you know, we got this guy's back kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other guy, they feel like he quit the team when he went and got mental health counseling and, and decided, you know, to file suit possibly or have the team investigated. So yeah. I was thinking about this and, um, and maybe this parallel is a little too much for some people and I, w- I won't talk about it very long, but, um, it reminds me how just last year there was this huge deal about how players' mental health was a huge thing because they were getting so many concussions that football players were committing suicide. suicide. They were having issues yeah. with depression. Uh, You know, guys were feeling stressed out, not to mention how I many guys went broke and stuff like this. And everybody seemed to be really sympathetic, and they were like, these guys are human beings. They're complete people. They're not just machines. You can't just throw yeah. them out there and get them in car wrecks, basically collisions all day, every day, mm-hmm. and not care about them. Um, so they were able to negotiate some things where – Players who, uh, paid, uh, played in the NFL in the past actually were able to get like some, uh, money for their physical and mental health issues. Um, players were killing themselves. Junior Seau is one of the like most popular players in the NFL. Um, and he killed himself and people were like, you know, we really need to reach out to these guys and all this stuff. And then today I see, you know, other NFL players, fans, um, former NFL players all kind of like going in on this guy martin um for getting um you know counseling and stuff yeah which is weird because it's like if like say this dude killed himself in a month everyone would be like oh you know this is why we need to protect people's mental health but it's like nobody really gives a fuck about anyone's mental health it's it's inconvenient for you know the narrative of sports right now so it's just like fuck this guy why'd he quit on his team if he's so cared about st- and it's like well he may have been stressed out yeah it's very it's is very weird to i don't know it's yeah. very weird it feels like in the moment well, it, nobody cares but if, if like i said if yeah, he did after something the fact
0: that after he would potentially kill himself or something that's when it was like that's when people start doing all the talking and say, oh, we could have, you know, we should really open up these mental health things and then they don't follow through with them to stop future causing. I mean, it's kind of the same thing that happened with um, a lot of the bullying until recently. And now all of a sudden we're seeing so many more articles and psychologists weighing in on it, even though we've had papers dating back to like the 60s and 50s where people said, you know, actually, this is a really bad and harmful way to, you know, experience childhood.
1: Right. And this is, I think this is why people don't get help too. And especially a lot of men, yeah. because you don't want to be seen as less than or weaker than, um, uh, because everyone is basically being like, why didn't the black dude just go in the office? You're 300 pounds, slap the dude who's harassing you, who's 370 pounds, but just slap that dude and tell him, I'm not going to take it anymore. It's like, maybe it was bigger than that. Cause, you know, yeah. it, it could have been more stressful and I, you know, as someone who's had to deal with, uh, like bullies and stuff when I was a kid, sometimes you do shit to get along that mm-hmm. in the, like if someone on the abstract who can analyze it after the fact was looking at, they'd be like, Oh yeah, um, that didn't make sense. And you're like, right. I was in a very fucked up place at that moment because I was getting bullied. I wasn't, you know, this is not something I normally do, but maybe he was in a, cause someone was like, I don't understand how he could take. A private voicemail and play it in the locker room and laugh about it and then later be upset and i was like i'm not saying i don't know why he did it either i will probably hear him explain at some point but i can see a scenario where you're kind of seeing if this is something he does to everyone and Mm -hmm. so you're like oh isn't this hilarious guys and seeing gauging their reactions to see if anyone goes actually that's not hilarious that's fucked up and you should like report that You know,
2: true, and and for me, and this is, I've just been kind of sitting and listening and observing, and it's amazing. Um, when it comes to sports, especially football, which is a manly, manly sport, Mm -hmm. uh, the dollar bill rules everything, and it's one of those things where to me, it's blaming the victim like rape victims. You know, it's almost like you have inconvenienced the whole NFL league, you have caused us. As, an, as a dolphin organization to put somebody off our team, you have inconvenienced us, so now everything 's your fault you 're solved you're weak, you should have did this, you should have did that when at the end of the day, honestly, nobody really knows what went on. everybody that's coming on TV is making their assumptions and and their theories and their hypotheses of what they would do and how they should handle it and all that stuff and like I said yesterday, all these same people if a lot of these situations was to happen to them, all these big and bad eye, punch you in the face, I sock you in the nose. Guess what you gonna do? You gonna take your happy ass on human resources, like I said yesterday, <laughs> and file reports. But for right. some reason, when it's somebody else that has a possibility mm-hmm. of getting they, they ass whooped, you don't mind them standing up for their rights. And it's one of those things that people say, "Well, I felt like he should have he should have stood up. He is standing up." To me, going to human resources is a form of standing up. Sometimes confrontation is not always the right response. But for some reason, everybody wants everybody else to use confrontation as that form of response. And if somebody's bullying you, the last thing sometimes you want to do is face that bully. And yeah. so sometimes the things about bullies, you have to make a bully change. And to make a bully change, you got to put the focus on them and their behavior and their actions and and have people with authority make them change their actions. And it's one of those things where... Uh, who knows how many voicemails this dude has who knows how many mm-hmm. emails this dude has who knows how many text messages this dude has who knows what he's going to the nfl with nobody really knows everybody's making these assumptions and it's going to be amazing how these people jump the gun and said all these terrible things about both parties on, on both sides mm-hmm. and turn around and when the, when the truth really comes out a lot of people are going to be eating their words gonna be looking crazy
1: yeah. Some of the players in the locker room now are saying Richie Incognito, the guy who's, you know, said left a racist voicemail and stuff, that he was an honorary black dude uh, amongst the locker room, uh, mm-hmm. wh- whatever that means. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, do the police know that he's an honorary black, black dude, dude or does he get to drive down the street? Fine. Um, <laughs> but, but they were saying he's like an honorary black dude. And some people were even like, he's blacker than, Jonathan Martin, who actually is a biracial guy. Um, so there's like all these like racial implications. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we talked about this, I guess, going on two weeks now. But it, it, to me, this is all symptomatic of that whole we need our football players to be stupid thing that we promote. Mm-hmm. Like people that are fans kind of subconsciously promote that they don't want these guys to be smart. They don't want them to be. Uh, conscious of the world they're going into they don't want them to like know about uh certain issues and stuff it's almost like they encourage these guys to be ignorant stereotypes because then you can kind of justify the fact that they go out and get hit in the head and die at 40 and it's just like oh he's just a man's man but um you know i kind of I, I like it's just weird seeing all this like all this reaction and response to this guy who obviously i mean I don't know anybody that plays games by going to get mental health counseling. I know that's
2: the truth.
1: You know, it just see like if that, like if he's doing that and that's and he doesn't mean it, then you're trying to say he's like the most diabolical person, <laughs> just for no reason, wants to get this guy fired from the job and had no issues with this guy for no, just just went crazy one day and decided I'm gonna get this guy fired and get this team under scrutiny like i i don't know i i'm much rather i'm i find it much more believable to think he may have real issues and people should probably calm down on the uh questioning his manhood
0: well he might if this goes to court or something like that he might have his psychiatrist have to take the stand and have to talk about his mental health mm-hmm. so that could it's that's not something to mess around at all. But I was also going to ask, did you guys hear about the documentary that they were doing on the concussions? Mm -hmm. What kind of a problem they ran into after ESPN, after nearing completion, pulled the plug, even though I think over half of their, half of the journalists involved with that came from ESPN were sports journalists and they completely dropped it because they were, unofficially this is all like in the yeah. background they were afraid to insult the organization yeah. of
1: the nfl yeah the nfl is so it, they print money basically um the nfl oh, is yeah. like talking about doing double header games on thursdays now wow for people that that understand like what that means like thursdays are a very very brutal uh game for guys to play oh, because typically they have just yeah. played on sunday uh for people that understand like the weekly practice schedule you play on sunday monday they make you come into work because they you will actually hurt worse if you stay home Mm. they want physical therapists masseuses uh you know get you in the the cold like the cold tub they Mm -hmm. want you in all the machinery that they have because you basically need another day to recuperate then you can say stay at home on tuesday and rest then you go back to, uh, work on Wednesday, looking at like game film and stuff. Uh, you, you know, go through like practices. Thursdays, you go through a practice. Friday, you go through a walk day, walkthrough. Saturday, you travel. So it's, it's funny that the NFL, because, you know, they know anytime they put football on TV, it's going to make money. They will put football on a Thursday. Just because and the games are always really tough, like really badly played and Yes, and they're late at
2: night and you know, yeah. they, and, and my and my thing is this uh you have Sunday games, then you have Monday games. The games you know? yeah. and yeah. then you turn around you have Thursday games. Right. And it's like okay you have this weird weird scheduling and it's one of those things where Football is a very brutal sport, and I understand. I like football and I enjoy football, but I do understand that these people are human beings. And it's amazing how people say that, but they really, really, really don't mean it. You are a human being until you inconvenience me. Right. You are a human being un- un- until, you know, I can't play fantasy football on you no more. You are a human being, but I don't care about your mental health. I don't care about you having to retire at age 30 and 35. I don't, I, I don't care about you forgetting things and, and, and not being able to walk and having all these issues. You know, once you leave the league, you don't mean anything to me anymore. Um and and it's I guess to me it becomes very uh frustrating when the league gives these false false uh this false caring because you know players had to sue you so that you would pay them for for issues that they the older players are having and, and things like that. It's like why should we sue you if you really think that we're human beings? We shouldn't have had to go through this process.
1: All right. And the more important thing here, listen, all my minority people that are listening to this, you guys gotta stop issuing these hood passes and shit, man. Yeah. It, it, it's confusing me it's confusing <laughs> yeah. these white people, man. White people don't understand a lot of times like how much privilege they have and shit. And then you fuck them up because then they think like it's cool with Jerome. And next thing you know, they're calling people leaving racist voicemails and that person might not be in on it, man. They might not have agreed to the hood pass Mm. phenomenon or the honor, (laughs) the honorary black man might not know what's going on. Yeah. Like everybody doesn't get down like that. I have Mm. friends that are white. Like I've had a couple that have like been like, Hey man, uh, would it be cool? Would you say I have a hood pass? And I say, fuck no, man. You know what that is. (laughs)
0: you have to ask for permission no you do not yeah
1: (laughs) like i I feel like the only way to get a quote-unquote hood pass would be uh if you were already a person that understood you could not be calling people the n-word that that's a person that has a hood pass the person that's like i would never use this right like what is that That oh that's disgusting and then for them to be like he's blacker than the other dudes like come on man y'all that's so ignorant um (laughs) And the worst part about this is if you're watching SportsCenter, it's literally two, like, 40-year-old white dudes standing Ooh. outside Miami uh Dolphins' locker room explaining honorary brother and hood pass. <laughs> it's like, th- this could
0: Journalism. not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll go there. <laughs> At its finest.
1: This could not be more horrible The just the optics <laughs> just the optics of two white people being like well that's, they the locker room says he's an honorary brother uh they treat him as an honorary black man and they feel that he does have the right to say these things i'm like really two white dudes really you couldn't have walked away from this one um speaking of racial pressure a 19 year old black girl changed her name from keisha to Callie to avoid bullying and stereotypes yep that's crazy man like
2: I bet you a lot of uh, that, other people do that, but they just don't say nothing.
1: Maybe, but, you know, it's it's funny because we've covered stories where, like, people are like, we sit in the same resume. One said LaQuisha, one mm-hmm. said Kim, and one got a call back and one, one didn't. didn't. And, and they have the
2: same yeah. qualifications, went to the same schools, had the same background, same GPAs.
1: Yeah, I just feel bad for her because, like, my whole thing is, like, let's say. She's you,
0: a little girl, too.
1: Yeah, she's 19.
0: She's. Yeah, I mean, she. I'm, I'm guessing she's had to grow up with this for such a long time that already she's like, I'm done.
1: Yep, yep, Not
0: doing it anymore.
1: Uh Keisha's mother, Christy Austin, was adamant about the name even before the teen was born. As a white woman raising a biracial daughter by herself in a neighborhood that wasn't very diverse, she said she gave her daughter the name to give her confidence and a connection to her culture. She thought the name represented a strong, feminine, beautiful black woman. I saw it as a source of pride, and I wanted her to have that. But classmates constantly taunted her. Who recalled uh, her daughter? Who recalled experiences where her name was associated with video vixens? Kids would joke around and ask if she had "la" or shot" in her name. Even a teacher once joked about her name, asking if there was a dollar sign in it.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's a Kesha joke.
2: That's a Kesha joke. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's not that.
1: She not might just insane. be kind of sensitive about it. True. Um, but, you know, if you're sensitive about your shit, I mean, that's America. You can change your name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like they assume I must be a certain kind of girl. Like, my name is Keisha. So they think they know something about me. And it's always felt negative. Uh, research paper titled The Causes and Consequences of Distinctively Black Names noted that the rise of someone did a paper noted that the rise of more It's cult- a
0: really good paper if you've, if you've read the whole thing.
1: Okay. I'm going to read really it. It's really sad.
0: Now i had to read it in. in oh wait
1: class. it's sad no i'm not gonna read it um no. <laughs> noted that the rest... it, it's
0: true it's true
1: um uh, yeah I, that's the thing like for me is like i i believe in racism it's it's out there it's out there i, I, I get it yeah. I, I, I read the cliff notes of racism
2: yeah that's what i like and, and, and the thing about racism racism is within the culture and outside of a culture too yeah
1: i just like that when like if you could like simplify the causes and consequences of distinctly black names. I feel like a lot of it would be like uh, people named Keisha don't get hired as much as people named Karen. And I'd be like, I believe you. <laughs> you didn't even need the stats. Mm-hmm. Um I, <laughs> no, well,
0: I, I remember that the stats were that a like a white name or so with a criminal record had a higher rate of callback than. You're rate right, than the average African-American in name with,
1: with no criminal like, record.
0: With no criminal record.
1: Yeah, and I um, that. I've even seen studies that show, like, people with degrees but yeah. an African-American name is like nope. Uh, nope. We're gonna take a risk on this felon, guys. Um, but yeah, I knew all this stuff going in, but that's, you know, that's one of the advantages of being black in America. You just know certain shit. Like, I don't even... Like, you ever realize you know some shit about race and you didn't want to know it? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, man, uh, did you see this right up in the article about, uh I don't know, Michael Vick, it said this thing, and I'm like, well, that's because 97% of the journalists in America are white, white. and I'm like, wait a minute, how the fuck did I know? Why do I know this <laughs> racist shit? <laughs> I don't even want to know this, but I don't know, I can't help myself, but yeah, I feel bad for her, man, I just feel bad for anybody that feels like being associated or being like, known as black is like a bad thing or is causing them grief. Um, even if it is, you know, I, I kind of feel like, ah, uh, it, it just sucks to have to be like, I give up. I'm changing my name. Like, mm-hmm. these motherfuckers are crazy. Um, but, uh, I, I just also feel like deep down, it doesn't really change a lot. Maybe it'll help change your confidence and that'll be enough. Mm-hmm. But deep down, you know, if somebody is racist, your name change ain't <laughs> when, gonna make
2: a difference when they look at yeah. you, honey. Yeah,
1: when Kylie shows up for the interview, you, they might still be like, "God damn it, she tricked us!" But I'm yeah. still saying no. <laughs> They're smarting up. We gotta start <laughs> so looking. at
0: Like my dad came here during the s- late '60s or so, and his original name was Andres, and he changed it going to school because he was getting so. So teased so often and whatnot to Mm -hmm. the point where he legally changed it as an adult to Andrew. Wow. He Anglicanized it.
1: You know what I would do is just um, go by my initials. Like I always like that. Like (laughs) AJ, AJ Smith. They show up and they're like, oh man, black dude, damn it. (laughs) Um,
0: Surprise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I'll walk in and be stereotypically black too, like talk all like Eddie Murphy and shit um (laughs) so speaking of race the 33 whitest jobs in america what do you think they are by white everything (laughs) all the jobs people all the all the jobs people want apparently yeah amazing some reason president isn't on here Hmm. (laughs) maybe next year um, oh. the workforce is even more stratified by racing you imagine the differences in unemployment rates participation rates and average earnings between whites and blacks and hispanic aren't just stark they're also sturdy uh rarely yielding over the last 40 years racial gaps are stark at the job level level 2 whites account for 81% of the workforce but there are 33% I mean there are 33 occupations counted um by the BLS I don't know what the BLS is um I'm assuming some study, Mm -hmm. uh, that where whites officially count as nine in 10 of all workers or more here they are. Would you guys like to guess one job that you think has over 90% white people working lawyers? Lawyer says, Karen, I'm going to write that down. See if it's on the list.
2: I can do more, but no, just one. Nope.
1: Just one CEO. CEO. Let's see. All right. Let's check what they have here veterinarians are the whitest job in america 90, i believe that 96.5 percent i believe that because
2: yeah. black folks like hey your dog ain't and cat ain't gonna be biting and scratching me up your parrot ain't gonna be picking at me also vet
0: school is expensive
2: very <laughs> and like who's so treated
0: animals it's not like yeah, you get p- medicaid for that or <laughs> right
1: <laughs> then be like, i nah, I pass on the old Mr. Ed. I'm good. And you spend all that money to just be like like the same money as a doctor, and then you're just like, I want to treat only horses.
2: <laughs> yes. Um,
1: and horses don't got jobs. Um farmers and ranchers, ninety five point eight percent. Mining machine operators, ninety five percent.
2: I wouldn't have thought about that one.
1: Speech language pathologists, ninety four and a half percent. Millwrights. I don't know what a millwright is, guys. Me Either. And what's
2: the one before that? What's that speech mean? Speech
1: language pathologist. Yes. Um,
0: some kind of
2: scientist.
1: Nah.
0: It's, uh, so either to help you, like, get over your stuttering, you know, like, okay. A kid speech. Okay. Or it's a person who just studies, like, speech patterns.
1: Chemical processing machine workers. Oh, snap. Cost estimators. Sheet metal workers. Aircraft aircraft pilot pilots mm. i didn't know
0: union.
1: that oh yeah 93 percent.
0: a union union
1: union and that's oh. a hard racket. so i guess uh and yeah. denzel really set him back with flight
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes he did
1: it's like no no more hiring black people i mean we should have <laughs> known his name was denzel uh small engine mechanics machine uh medical transcriptionist hmm. radio technicians steel workers Miscellaneous agriculture workers, which I call bullshit on them. Um, <laughs> say, hmm. we don't know where to place you, but you, but you, you got a bunch of white folks here. Nah, I feel like there's some people not being counted is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's ah. what I, mean. yeah I, I, I'm just saying. EMTs and paramedics, 92%. Hmm. Construction supervisors, 92%. Construction managers, 92%. Ah, construction people, not on the list. Wonder why. Uh, they black 100%. Uh, <laughs> now, a lot of Latinos do construction, man. That's true, too. Uh, that e verifies is a huge thing, man. Uh, chiropractors, 91% care.
2: Yeah, my chiropractor, white, and I love that man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does Ar- a great job with them hands.
1: Architects, <laughs> uh, other installation and repair. Cement masons, tool and die makers, carpenters, sales reps, auto body repair, painters, chief, chief executives.
0: Ah, okay.
1: looks like somebody was, was right.
0: I was waiting for that.
1: That's that's <laughs> ninety point six percent. Uh, environmental. Ooh, that's
0: diverse on this list. <laughs> yeah, that like
1: wow, hmm, a lot more than I thought. Yeah, guys.
2: And, and they and they say most of them are like over six feet tall. Most CEOs are very
1: tall. Environmental scientists pest control workers groundskeeping workers private detectives directors of religious activities and electricians lawyers not on the list oh damn it that's right guys um it's time to play some games guys um the first actually you know before i even play the game first thing first i forgot to mention um another late edition of halloween costumes gone wrong uh-oh a man was asked to leave a supermarket in Cambridge, England after customers complained about his wardrobe, which was a full Nazi uniform.
2: Wow.
1: The, <laughs> the unnamed man was walking down the aisles of Asda before being asked to leave the store following complaints from shocked customers. One of the shopper, shockers said it was an affront that someone would walk around in broad daylight wearing a Nazi uniform. I wanted to be to make sure that he was evicted. My grandmother's family were annihilated in the gas chambers. And I thought, here's this bloke parading about, said Rosina Rosen. (laughs) Bloke. Yeah, this didn't happen in America. Oh, no. (laughs) Whose, Whose father was Polish and the mother was of Dutch Jewish descent. As the incident took place on Halloween, some initially thought it was just a costume. However, MSN reports that the man apparently regularly wanders the town in this ensemble wow he's just a nazi dude man he's like oh man i wear my nazi shit man i didn't it's laundry day Uh, (laughs) he was just standing there in all that gear it's not very nice at first i thought it was just a guy in a costume i do not think people should have that on at any time of year because of what it stands for it's not nice for the people of cambridge um spokesperson for ada said we had a number of customers complaints so we asked him to leave the store so
2: did he leave is the question.
1: Um, I don't know. He probably went and occupied Poland after he left the store or some shit. <laughs> um, let's uh, play our games, guys. First one first is always fucking with black people. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with, fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Today's game is fucking with black people. And we have a contestant uh, who is a GOP lawmaker.
2: Oh, still. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. back in the house?
1: That's right. Yes, they are back in the house, Karen. It's been a while. I'm mm-hmm. surprised it didn't, I don't see anything with the tea party here. So he's just regular GOP. Mm. Oh. oh. This is old school. Oh, very. Down with GOP. <laughs> You know me.
2: Tonight at 11, a northern Nevada assemblyman is coming under fire for saying he'd vote for slavery if that's what his constituents wanted.
0: When I ran my first campaign, and the one I lost, uh, I said the same thing, that I will do what my constituents want. End of discussion. And Chuck Muth wrote a thing saying, well, I guess this guy, he didn't know me at all. He said, I guess this guy, if the citizens of uh, District 39 want to bring slavery back, he will vote for slavery. So I wrote him a letter back and I said if that's what they want, I'd have to hold my
2: gun. If that's what they they wanted. Assemblyman Jim Wheeler says those remarks are being taken out of context. He told the Associated Press today he was trying to make a point that he's elected to represent his district. He says he wasn't condoning slavery. Despite his attempt at clarification, Governor Sandoval released a statement saying, in part, Wheeler's comments are deeply offensive. And U.S. Senator Dean Heller says they were insensitive and wrong. To read the Assemblyman's entire statement, head to our website at KTVN.com.
1: All right. So (laughs) we typically judge fucking with black people on a scale from zero to 100. Um, And for this one, I'm actually going to give him only a 75. Now, here's why. I feel like he was making a valid point, but he used a terrible, terrible example. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> I, like I
1: don't even think that he like woke up that morning and was like, I want slavery. I really mm-hmm. think he was like, look, I abhor slavery. It's terrible. We should not do it. But I'm pledged an oath to the people that voted for me that I would do whatever they ask. So if that's what you guys want, I would do it. He just shouldn't have used slavery. He should have said something else. He Just, I mean, something else. I guess not. There wouldn't be a lot of stuff that's equally as distasteful. No. But just something distasteful that he doesn't believe in. Just all you gotta do, man. Just, you know, I wouldn't vote on killing homeless people or something. I don't know. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <The> purge. <laughs> yeah,
1: being a pedophile. I don't, I don't even know what you can <laughs> be like. Some offensive that you shouldn't do. I don't, y'all, y'all come up with it, like. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I give it 75 cause, uh, it's not the, it's not terrible. I don't think, um, and I think he had a point about being taken out of context, except once you use slavery as an example, nobody gives a fuck what the context was. Yep. What is that? After that, you have lost everybody. <laughs> it's like, I'd vote for the Holocaust if it was, Oh, what about the context, guys? Calm down. Like, Come on. <laughs> it's <too> stupid. Um, <laughs> all right, man. It's time to play our other game. Guess the race, guys. Here we go. Guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the world where we play or read news articles from across the globe and we have our guest on the podcast, Guess the Race of the people involved. Sometimes, well, all the time, the audience plays along and 100% of the time they are races. Are you ready to play some Guess the Race, Monica? Sure. All right, here <laughs> we go. Here's uh, the first one. This is a guy who... Uh, Decided to go out in fashion. Have you guys ever wanted to take a helicopter ride anywhere?
2: No. No. no? Okay.
1: <laughs> well, this guy did. He he decided that uh, he'd take a helicopter ride um, out to the coast of California and uh, see some of the sights. Uh, let me see if I can refresh this so sort the of video play. That would help. Uh, just take your time, video, whenever you're ready. Uh, we'll just be here. Uh, and it doesn't want to play. All right. Well, I'll read it. Wow, you, these videos. I know, man. (laughs) I don't know what's going (laughs) on. They queue them
2: up. They come up just fine. We either get this or we get the ones that be like every 10 minutes. I'm going to play.
1: Yeah. You know, I blame the, uh, spam blocker, but here we go. (laughs) A man has died after plunging 750 feet into the sea from a hired helicopter and apparent planned suicide. Oh my. I know. That's really, I suck for that helicopter driver.
2: Yeah. You going along. You be like, yes. And over here, here's the coast rocks. Oh, w- wait a minute. I think I see somebody. Oh, wait a minute. Were you just behind me?
1: He's like, really? Was it that bad? I thought I was doing a good job. <laughs> I
2: know. <laughs>
1: if you didn't like the service, we have a survey you can fill out back at and the, you didn't
2: have to kill yourself, sir. Yeah.
1: Back at the heliport. But
2: and could you imagine him trying to explain that to somebody? Be like, uh, why, how did the customer die? Be like, look, look, look. He
1: jumped. How did he jump? Did you push him? No, I promise I didn't push him. He jumped. Yeah. Passenger Gregory McFadden. Jumped to his death during a 30-minute tour of the coastline in Orange County, California. Horrified witnesses watched as Mr. McFadden fell into the sea near Balboa Pier at Newport Beach before lifeguards pulled him from the water to try in vain to resuscitate him. Helicopter pilot Chuck Street. told <laughs> He chucked him to the street. <laughs> Am I right, guys? Up top. <laughs> Here we go. Now his son uh, ho- uh, told how his son, Corbin, 25, desperately tried to stop his passenger from leaping to his death. He told uh, KCAL9, during the fi- flight, he kept asking to go higher and higher. Can you fly right here along the shore? <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, can you fly over those jagged rocks? I'd like to really get a good look. Like right, <laughs>
2: look those. right, there. right on top of
1: them. Hey, that's oh. some concrete. We're going to check that out. Uh, my son was starting to get suspicious when we got towards the Boy pier. He started to take his seatbelt off and he started to open the door. My son said, oh. what are you doing? What are you doing? Mr. Street said Corbin reached out and tried to grab the passenger while continuing to fly the aircraft. He said, the guy started to kind of struggle. The aircraft kind of pitched up. My son had his hand on his shirt. His shirt ripped and the guy just went out the door.
0: Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. And now that kid's traumatized forever.
1: Yes. Well, maybe he was like, it wasn't your fault.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That that still messes with you. You could have done something.
1: A uh, Huntington Beach police. Well, I will just be like, did Wait, the check clear?
2: But I like, damn, should have had better cotton t-shirt.
1: Yeah, well, as long, as it, as long as the check, comes, check clear. Check <laughs>
2: clear. I'm like, did <laughs> he already
1: pay? Did he already pay? We is not giving refunds. A Huntington Beach police helicopter found a victim in the water and directed lifeguards and the Orange County Sheriff's Department Harbor Patrol personnel to the scene. Federal Aviation Administration reported that the passenger opened the helicopter door and jumped. Mr. Street said the police found a suicide note on Mr. McFadden, who was confirmed dead. Which I want to know, how did that not get wet?
2: He must have had that in plastic.
1: Yeah. Ziploc.
2: Really, he really waterproofed
1: <laughs> that he... Really, you know, it's really tragic, but really great advertising for Ziploc plastic bag. <laughs> yes. Really good ad.
2: Yes, great in salt water too, guys.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, James Politano was among dozens of people who saw what happened. He said, I saw the door open. I thought it was a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a plane? No, it's suicide man.
0: <laughs> Jumping uh, to
1: death Halfway from the helicopter, the legs open. I thought, oh, it's a human being. Oh, Lord, <laughs> the legs open. Mr. McFadden's brother told KCAL9 by phone that his brother was a loner who struggled with mental illness, a severe throat disease, and depression. To which football players said, so fuck him, he quit on the team. <laughs> yep. Uh, Helicopters. The helicopter, which was ordered to land at John Wayne Airport after the incident, was registered to Emerald City Aircraft Leasing. The death is being investigated as a possible suicide. Monica, guess the race of what is this guy's name? Gregory McFadden. Uh,
0: so I'm gonna kind of give a non-answer. Okay. Uh, I'm a big Doctor Who fan, and I'm gonna guess a Cyberman because that shit is cold.
1: Okay. All right. Cyberman. Let's check the chat room, and see what they think. White man can jump or at least fall. oh White hog down. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good, <laughs> Vanessa. Whiter than the clouds he passed on the way down. Oh White. Verkenstock rocking emo dude who wanted to feel the wind through his locks one last time. oh Milky white. He was depressed and ran, they ran out of cheese. And. <laughs> possible white man the correct answer is white so monica missed it oh, nice. <laughs> and everybody else got it right because they that's right there's no winners in guest race you're either right or you're racist so uh in real life you're less racist than these people but that's a good thing in the game you are down 0 to 1 that's all right. Let's check the <laughs> chat room. I mean, let's go to the next story. Um, let's see what we have here. Um, wait, this isn't guest race. That was supposed to be something else. Doo, doo, doo. Here we go. <clears throat> a 20 year old suspected hubcap thief learned the hard way not to ply his trade where police are holding a party. <laughs> Johnny, too smart, is he? Johnny De Leon was. <laughs> No relation to Ponce de Leon, I'm assuming. <laughs> That's uh, a few
0: generations ago.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe it's Ponce de Leon and he did find the fact, uh, found the youth. Uh, he was arrested yeah. and charged with theft, a class B misdemeanor around 9.30 PM, October 23rd outside of a delicatessen, according to Harris County Precinct Four's constable office. Deputy said the constable share, uh, the constable staff was holding a monthly meeting. And a retirement party at the deli. oh, I just pictured some police officer being like, "Getting too old for this shit, literally." <laughs> <laughs> One
2: Today, last job. <laughs> yeah, today's my last damn day. It's damn. like every yeah.
1: It's like every last police movie ever was like. Ever. It's the day I was gonna retire, and now I have to save the city again. When a retired Houston police department officer arrived, he spotted a man later identified as DeLeon squatting down beside a newer model black Cadillac. He was using a screwdriver to take the center hubcats off the car's wheels. Ah! To which I have to commend him. Just a screwdriver? No. Hey, buddy. I don't only need a special tool for that. The officer confronted DeLeon. Moments later, about 30 deputies inside the deli heard a commotion and rushed outside to see what was happening. They saw the retired officer holding DeLeon at bay. DeLeon Le- <laughs> De was in custody and uh deputies said he told them he had to use the car of a customer at his workplace and stole the center hub caps off from the wheel covers. He said he told them that he planned to sell the cast to other customers at the business. The cabs were valued at a cost of more than $400. Uh, had the suspect driven his vehicle a little further into the parking lot, he would have noticed a multitude of marked and unmarked police vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he
2: didn't. Uh, that's bad. He didn't. He didn't scan his uh, yeah vicinity, did he? Like it? just
0: around the corner. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: You. And uh, you. Off
0: into the lot is uh, 20 police cars.
2: Uh,
1: Meanwhile, kay. there's like police inside in uniform and shit.
2: Yeah. It's know sound like he didn't look like inside to see right. what was going on. It was one of the things where he was like, "I might can take you on." Oh, shit, it's more than just you.
1: Yeah, it's just 40 officers inside. Like, for he is a jolly good fellow. What does Mark out there do with that man? Right, click, 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 <laughs> click, 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 clack, click, clack, clack, all the guns, like, just ammoing up. Um, <laughs> So, uh, unfortunately for him, his zest for thievery overrode any form of common sense, which placed him straight in the hands of law enforcement's finest. Guess the race, Monica.
0: I'm going to guess, because he was doing, he was trying to get hubcaps, mm-hmm. a Dalek
1: all right all right let's see what the chat room thinks uh where's my where's my hey chat room will y'all stop being racist or is my chat room oh, no. just not updating is my freeze too i don't M- know
0: mine's not doing anything either okay well oh, cool we
1: they're not racist anymore <laughs> all right well that's the oh here we go white says terry one who can survive an encounter with that many cops so white i'm assuming. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh all right i don't see any other guesses guys all right i'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up this is uh wait hold on what does this say spinning hub cap loving friend of george lopez all right I'm so latino oh maybe that's what the problem is everybody thinks it's latino and they're scared to offend monica which i <laughs> the first time our chat room has ever uh, cared about a guest that's that's a first uh the correct <laughs> answer is latino because monica missed it and then uh one person got it right. right and also i do love the deductive reasoning of people who say he was white because he did not get shot <laughs> I, I like that they were like it was 40 cops and no one got killed not Obviously, a bullet
2: was wasted only a white man <laughs> could do
1: this um all right, let's, uh,
0: America. It's time to go <laughs> into right. the,
1: the bonus round. So far, Monica is 0-2, but it's the bonus round, guys. Everything so in the back. bonus round is worth double, double the, the po- racism double the and point. double the points. You can we- get back in this. Let's see yeah, for our <laughs> bonus round music. God. Double the
0: race, double
1: the points, double the race, and the points. That's right, guys. It's time for the bonus round of Guess the Race, where everything on the line is double. Monica, are you nervous?
0: Sure. All
1: right, here we go. <laughs> I'm
0: just having fun with this. Great, <laughs> right? that's what it's all about.
1: I want to take I want to take Monica on Jeopardy and see if we can do the same thing. Like, sure. No, everybody
0: I get competitive on. <laughs> I get really serious. I like, I'll tell my mother to stop cooking because I want to hear what Alex Trebek is saying.
1: That's what we, That's <laughs> He's what, the man. That's why. That's uh, the secret that j- a lot of these game shows have that you don't know. After you win the game show, they turn around and they're like, and now you're officially a racist. And you're like, what? I, <laughs> I didn't, didn't even know. know. I didn't even know
2: race had anything I to do with race this. Race was not a category, Alex.
1: All right, here we go, guys, for all the marvels. Police have arrested a 48-year-old man who they say poured gasoline on his girlfriend, threatened to burn her and her son, and then knowingly exposed her to HIV.
0: Oh.
1: Or as no. I like to call it, the first half of Precious. No. All right, guys. Ha! That movie was a horrible. A trifecta. <laughs> I was bad. Man, that movie was rough. Um, Glenn Dan- <laughs> or as or as Lee Daniels calls it, his next script oh glenn, glenn davis uh winter haven is facing two counts of first degree arson two counts winter, of de- winter haven florida oh my god oh Yay. i didn't know <laughs> another goddamn florida story man yeah
0: that's my original home state
1: i know oh florida man like it's, i remember when i first friended you on skype it said yeah. you were from florida and i was like oh no not her
0: <laughs> Thought
1: she was one of the good floridians
0: now you know why i live in boston
1: <laughs> i know yeah yeah that's why i let you on the show um <laughs> so uh he was charged with two counts of first degree arson two counts of domestic violence sexual battery two counts of domestic violence aggravated battery and criminal transmission of hiv after the saturday incident according to winter haven police
2: wow is all his crimes in two two four six eight ten twelve
1: i'm assuming Indeed, they're uh,
2: getting out
0: of jail
1: <laughs> right
0: Oh, you're not
1: supposed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they was like, we're going to double this. In Florida, they were, or in Florida, they like to call nice. it Tuesday night. Uh, <laughs> Davis and his girlfriend, who was not being named because of obviously sexual battery charges, were dating for a few months. And according to his arrest report, shared a home together with the woman's teenage son. On Thursday, Davis tried to keep the woman and her son from leaving the house by threatening to light the pair on fire davis and his girlfriend that is a hell of a threat where did he get yeah. the gasoline from who knows like did he keep gasoline on deck in case he someone tried to have. leave like who even it's thinks like that florida right that's true he's like this is my drinking gasoline oh my uh third, I miss, this
2: is wicked whiskey you don't know nothing about that yeah. i don't want to know nothing
1: about that Mm-mm. call it, uh, <laughs> he like call it party liquor
2: yeah mm-mm. On thursday, I, ain't, I ain't that grown
1: yet mm-mm. on thursday davis tried to keep her from leaving the house okay thursday, uh, davis and his girlfriend argued halloween night over whether she had cheated on him <laughs> well that is scary <laughs> uh that would be my halloween trick-or-treat i was like no no.
0: Duh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm good
1: yeah i'm cheating on you Woo. in like a ghost costume <laughs> like no uh, the argument escalated when Davis grabbed his girlfriend by the neck and poured gasoline on her. He then threatened the woman and her son with a pair of gardening shears, poured oh, okay. gasoline on the kitchen table and a pile of clothing and lit the table and the clothes on fire. Ooh. All for cheating on him or possibly cheating on him. Possibly. Like he didn't even know. Uh, Davis's girlfriend was interviewed by, uh, the legend <laughs> partner, Bay News 9. She said, I seen my life flash before my eyes. Um, right there, the house filled up with smoke, fire and smoke. We couldn't get out. The woman and her son feared Davis would try to kill them and were forced to stay the night at the house, which means nobody got any candy. That's, that's, no. that's a sad part. Did he burn the candy? He may have. That's the sad part about the story, man. Uh, later that night, Davis went to the girlfriend's bedroom, demanded to have sex with her. She refused. So, of course, he forced her to have sex without protection, knowing he had HIV, which is, to me, the same as, like, murder. Like, that motherfucker should get attempted murder for that. He put the scissors to my throat, made me have sex with him. According to a report, Davis told police he had been receiving treatment for HIV. That's not the same as a cure, motherfucker. That eh, eh, Uh -uh. eh, Yeah, well, I'm getting treated. Like, what the fuck is that? Prison. Yeah, Uh, his girlfriend was aware of his diagnosis, but they always use protection. So he said, you're going to die one way or the other. Well, that's, that is not the best foreplay. You know, I like to be more sensual and, and nice. That was hmm, very fatalistic. It's like German love talk. Oh. Police learned of the incident on Saturday. They went for a disturbance call. They found a pile of burned clothing, gasoline on a can on the charred table inside the house because why clean up the evidence? Mm-mm. Just,
0: well,
1: why waste the time? <laughs> He was like, I could clean so up the Wait, co-
0: when did they call the cops? Uh
1: this Saturday.
0: this
1: hmm They did they, they didn't come out till Saturday. So I think Halloween was on what day was Halloween on? Thursday. Like a Wednesday or something? Thursday? Yeah. So he kept all the crime scene there till Saturday, because fuck it. <laughs> YOLO. Um, uh-huh. The I is fine. Fr- yeah, so the woman went to the hospital and got treatment for HIV exposure, but no other injuries were reported uh the latest charges are added to a long list of previous charges and prison sentences see she would have known man if she would have been racist against people first name she would have been dating a dude named bob davis Has also also uh used the alias gordon davis oh that's why she she heard gordon she was like okay that's fine that's a white name uh he's been oh. in and out of prison nine times according to the florida department of corrections all for setting fires. <laughs> Nine times. I feel like I, he was trying to get his, his sandwich because the 10th one's free or something. Ah! Uh, he was released from state prison in January after serving more than four years for such charges as aggravated assault with a weapon and resisting arrest with violence. Uh, so he has previous domestic violence cases, of course, and he's in bail in lieu of $70,000 bond. Guess the race of Gordon Davis, uh, whatever his real name is too davis
0: uh that shit's fucked up i'm gonna mm-hmm. go with uh the silence all right <laughs> so, there's just so much wrong there
1: let's check the chat room and see what they believe hasn't been that bad since slavery black oh and for real voice move girl i like your ass on fire Bitch, I like the ass on fire. Oh, I remember that song. That was, I'll never think of it the same anymore. Thanks, and you're my toilet. <laughs> that's all right. Fire Marshal Bill, let me show you something. That oh, is white. Yes, that's white. One whose gums match his favorite drink, blue Kool-Aid. Oh, oh. that's black. Black watermelon taster. <laughs> what? <laughs> taste, can't we all taste watermelon? Um, (laughs) Ella Luguta la Gasolina. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Uh
0: Oh,
1: nah. That's now whiter than the, that's whiter than the smoke made by the flames. He, uh, she gotta let, what? She gotta let, I I don't know what that means, but okay. I'm assuming that meant white. Uh, the correct answer is guys, black. did anybody guess black oh wait someone did guess black mm-hmm. the kool-aid
2: joke
1: <clears throat> kool-aid and watermelon people you guys got it right congratulate <laughs> yourself you guys are the most racist motherfuckers i know yes um <laughs> and we can't get out of here without covering sword ratchiness people um it's a very real thing that's happening uh monica do you own any swords
0: no Okay. <laughs> i have roommates <laughs> all right
1: i'm just glad to hear that man you know okay normally people from 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 florida they bring their swords with them and shit is oh, they don't know how things work outside and they do sell them well. at renaissance
0: fairs i've
1: seen that i know Yep. Yeah. It's, it's it's sad how we treat swords in this society just so casually when they've taken so many lives <laughs> a, an upper nazareth township man who wielded a sword in a drunken confrontation pleaded guilty tuesday To a misdemeanor disorderly conduct. Now, see, this is the problem with these sword owners. You weld a sword in public, and all you get is misdemeanor disorderly conduct? (laughs) You Uh, you weld a gun, we get some serious charges. Right. If you just welded a gun all haphazardly in public, people would be like, put his ass under the cell."
0: To be fair, guns can get a lot more people than swords can.
1: That's what you would think. But when you're being filleted with a fucking sword...
0: You're not, <laughs> not for
1: You're not thinking... You're
0: limited to the number of potential people you could hurt, because that's actually a law in Britain is that it's... They're trying to deal with, like, knife fighting. Knife fighting is, like, the big thing over there, and people getting stabbed.
2: Because mm-hmm. they done but took all the guns, didn't they?
0: They they got rid of the guns. Mm-hmm. They outlawed them a long time ago, and now, like, their shooting deaths are pretty rare in comparison. You have a lot more people, you know, in trouble from stab wounds, which, you you know, unless it's pretty serious, you can get away with, but bullet holes or
1: a whole different story well i think when a sword is halfway through your intestine uh you don't give a fuck if that dude can hurt someone (laughs) else that's my stance on the issue and they need to be done away with or at least regulated the same way we do guns uh the whole jail thing scares me i don't want to go back there said chad m hunter 35 years old uh when he you know he wasn't thinking that shit when he was pulling that sword out on people Mm. uh hunter need not fear zito sentenced him to six months of probation because he's a lenient son of a bitch and ordered him to stay away from alcohol while supervision (laughs) because it's the alcohol's fault not the (laughs) sword Mm. um late march 23rd (laughs) upper nazareth police were called to west 5th street where hunter lives for the report of a drunken man threatening a group of men members of the group told police that hunter had come over to them as they were in the backyard by a fire and yelled yelled at them and unsheathed the sword and postured it towards them. Uh Hunter came
0: cla- at this point.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> this is really what it is. It's not alcohol. It's HBO. <laughs>
1: he pulled out a sword and was like, King's Landing! <laughs>
0: <Ha-ha>!
1: <laughs> uh, uh, for Joffrey! Um <laughs> Hunter claimed to believe that the group had threatened him, but his mother, Cynthia Hunter, came outside and contradicted his account. That is what... You have your mom is even saying that you're crazy and we allow people like this to have sores this is so sad (laughs) i will take them all out cynthia hunter said she heard her son say uh hunter smelled of alcohol and said he had been drinking apple ale like a bitch a portable breath test apple ale that's good i feel like you're helping my argument oh my my bad thanks I guess. It's delicious. So you're saying he drank like a dainty little girl, huh? <laughs> With his pinky up. <laughs> a portable breath test showed a blood alcohol level of 0.29%. By comparison, it is illegal to drive a car at 0.08%, but it's completely okay to operate a sword at 0.29%. totally
0: seeing dragons at that level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2.9, 2.8, was it?
1: He was like, I'll put my life on the line for the Khaleesi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at 0.29 alcohol level yes I
0: will <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, um, thank you so much Monica um, yes for also making it a trend that people from Florida come here and defend sword users um, <laughs> uh, you guys can catch her um, at MCasty Movies on Twitter and Tumblr uh, listen to her podcast Cinema Fix is really good please do um, I like to watch the movies before I listen to the show so I can listen to both parts so I uh, do have
0: one that's with spoilers and one that's without.
1: Right. So so like you can listen to the like shorter non spoiler version if you guys have um like haven't seen a movie and you just want to get a recommendation. You can listen to the spoiler version if you uh you know you have seen the movie and, and you do want to uh hear what they have to think. Um uh, yeah, make sure you also listen to Cinema Fix. Um real real good show. Um mm-hmm. and uh we're on, you know, the blackout tip, so you you already listening to it. You should know where to find everything. Uh leave us five star views, guys. Don't forget to do that. We'll read them on iTunes on Saturday. We'll do our feedback show. Um keep a, we'll keep you abreast of what we're gonna do for the rest of the week. I know Friday we're going out of town to see Chris Lambert mm-hmm. perform stand up uh in Durham. Um so we'll be there. And uh we may or may not have a Saturday show. show, may have yeah. to move it to Sunday. We'll mm-hmm. do something. You guys know how we do um so until next show i love you you too baby